0: Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to my channel. Today, we're going to talk about how to prepare for your first ayahuasca journey. I'm going to dive into my personal experience with ayahuasca, the lessons I learned, and what I would do if this was my very first time. How I would prepare, what are the most important things that you can do before you go into the journey. And then also, what can you do during the journey to make sure it's the smoothest ride for you? For those who are not familiar with ayahuasca, ayahuasca is a plant-based psychedelic. It's one of the most potent psychedelics. Definitely not to be taken lightly or taken irresponsibly. It's also one of the psychedelics that you should absolutely do with a shaman. This is not a mushroom trip. This is not an acid trip. This is a whole different level of psychedelic. If you're going to do ayahuasca, Do your research, take it seriously, because it's not to be played around with. It's not to be disrespected. This is a plant medicine that will kick your ass if you come into it with anything but a pure intention. Having said that, ayahuasca can be one of the most transformative experiences of your life. It certainly has been for me. I would say the first ayahuasca trip I had was one of the most important and one of the deepest psychedelic trips that I've ever had in my life, and and one of the most transformative. And this was after having done dozens of mushroom trips, LSD trips, DMT trips, prior to ever trying ayahuasca, and it blew me away. It absolutely shattered my reality in the best sense possible. Even if you've done other psychedelics, nothing can really prepare you for ayahuasca. Who is ayahuasca for? I would say ayahuasca is for anyone who is seeking a deeper understanding of themselves a deeper understanding of their place in the universe what they're here to do anyone who is seeking a deeper purpose in life who wants to uncover their purpose in life anyone who is ready to work on themselves at a deeper level so if that's you and you've heard about ayahuasca, you've had it pop up in your reality here and there, and you're ready to do the work that comes with this sort of plant medicine, then then it's for you. Sometimes people say, am I ready for ayahuasca? And I don't think anyone is ready for it, even going into it prepared. You're still mind blown by the intensity of it and, and how powerful it is. But I would say anyone who is curious about it, has done other psychedelics, has been doing the inner work on themselves, has been integrating and doing the homework from other psychedelics like mushrooms, anyone who is on the path of bettering themselves, of improving themselves, anyone who is on the spiritual path, and you've had ayahuasca pop up in your experience, you've heard about it, you've gotten curious about it, it keeps coming up in your reality, then I would say you're ready. So let's dive into some of the most important tips for going into an ayahuasca journey. What to do before the journey begins. The first thing to do is to pick your shaman super carefully. Make sure you know who your shaman is. Make sure you know their vibe. Make sure you talk to them beforehand. Make sure that you understand their energy. That you feel comfortable around them. You need to understand who is going to be guiding you on this trip. You are embarking on the most vulnerable journey of your life. And you need to know who you're going to be with. You need to know who the facilitators are going to be. Where are you going to be tripping? What is the environment going to be like? How many people are going to be in your circle? Who are you tripping with? All of these things, make sure that you know them beforehand so that there's no surprises. But the most important thing is the shaman. You have to have a good feeling about them. And you have to trust them with your life. Essentially, another thing you can do is talk to other people who have done ceremonies with this shaman. Get third hand perspectives. Just tick all the boxes you can in terms of safety, in terms of your gut check, how you intuitively feel about this person. If there is anything at all that feels off around the ethics, the integrity, or your safety, don't trip. Don't go into the ceremony. Again, this is one of the most vulnerable journeys you're going to do. Safety should be a given. It shouldn't even be a question. By the time that you are doing ayahuasca and you're in the circle and you're drinking the brew, safety should not even be a question. So do your homework beforehand. Talk to the shaman. Ask them all the questions you have about how the ceremony is going to go. Who are the people? What is the environment? Get prepared around all the logistics. Something my friend brought up, which I thought was a great point was share your intention around the ceremony with the shaman. Allow them to help you with your intention. If you have specific questions or specific intentions that you are bringing to the ceremony, talk to the shaman and say, Hey, this is what I want to get out of this journey. This is what I've come here for. They may give you valuable advice or tips that you can use during the ceremony. Number two, if you're going to do the journey, take it seriously. Whatever instructions are given around the dieta, the diet you have to do beforehand for seven days, whatever instructions are given, take them seriously. This is not a roller coaster. This is not an amusement park. This is not a mushroom trip. Even mushroom trips you should take seriously, but especially when it comes to ayahuasca. Take it very seriously. Understand that this is a trip that will change you, could change you forever, And you need to be mentally prepared for that. You need to understand that what you're dealing with here is something very powerful, something very ancient, something very primal, and it's not to be messed with. And it's not just the diet that's important. It's, it's the whole ceremony. Take it very seriously. This is not something to do on impulse. This is, um, this is really deep work. And really hard work, it can be very hard. That's not to make you scared of it, but it's to take it seriously and and go into it. Knowing that you're going to be potentially facing some really tough times during this trip. You're going to be facing your own shadow. You're going to be facing some very challenging moments. And so the best thing you can do is prepare beforehand, whatever instructions you're given by the shaman on how to prepare, follow them to a T and you'll be good. Number three, be prepared for the intensity. Be prepared for a very intense trip. For me, this was one of the things that took my breath away was the sheer intensity of ayahuasca. And I've gone on some pretty intense mushroom trips, acid trips, DMT trips. Ayahuasca was wow. I was not prepared for the intensity of ayahuasca. However, the first two hours of my trip, when it really started kicking in, I thought I'd made a huge mistake because so much intense emotion was coming up. A lot of grief, a lot of sadness, a lot of emotional pain. And it felt so raw, like deeper than I'd ever felt it, that the intensity of it, I thought, if this is going to be like this for the next eight hours, I'm not going to survive tonight. This is going to be really tough. Thankfully, I remembered from my mushroom trip experiences that no state lasts forever in a trip. And this is something you can take with you to your trip as well. No state lasts forever. So even though I was experiencing a lot of, a a lot of grief, a lot of pain, I thought, okay, we're in this trip. This is really tough, but we're going to have to stick it out. Not that you have a choice, really, but you have the choice to resist the pain and the emotions and the grief or surrender to it. And in that moment, I made a choice to surrender. This is extremely challenging, but I'm going to, I'm going to work with it. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to, we're going to get through this. One thing that helped actually was I brought a notebook with me, which I recommend everyone does. And although I could not. See anything in the dark? I was I was just able to scribble down some words in my notebook, and the act of writing down those words kept me grounded. It it gave me hope that this is really tough mentally, but I've got my notebook. I can at least I can at least channel my energy through love and through surrender. So I definitely recommend bringing a notebook. It can be an absolutely invaluable tool. And also you can use mantras to help you. This is, this was very helpful for me was tapping into love in the midst of that pain and the intensity of it. Just coming back to the word love, coming back to the word, thank you, coming back to the word surrender, whatever word evokes something in you that makes the journey just a little bit easier and reminds you of the underlying love underneath everything, use that word. could be an affirmation, could be a mantra, could be a sentence. Just keep looping it, keep repeating it. Write it down in your notebook, or think it mentally, feel it. This can be a very, very helpful tool in those very difficult moments. What was interesting about the grief that I was experiencing in those first two to three hours is that in it, I wanted to get out of it. You know, get get me out of this state. It's too painful. It's too much. It's too intense. When the trip started shifting directions, and I, I felt myself moving from the grief state to more love, more compassion, more forgiveness, relief. There was this emotional relief. Part of me actually wanted to go back to the grief. Part of me said, oh, that was interesting. That was raw. That was deep. I'd never felt grief that deeply. And so it was just funny because the moment that you think is the most painful could be later on in the trip, one of the most interesting moments for you. So try to look for the gift in the pain and the gift in the intensity and the gift in the challenge that you're going through in the trip. You very likely will find it. Something else I wrote here is be prepared for a rough ride. Just be prepared. Could be gentle. Could be an amazing ride. Could be the most exhilarating trip of your life. But just be mentally prepared that this could be the most challenging journey of your life. The most challenging psychedelic trip of your life. Trust that you will get through it. And you are going to have the shaman there. You're going to have a couple of facilitators there to help you. But go into it almost like a warrior, go into it with a warrior spirit prepared that this could be extremely challenging and to trust that at the end of the journey, you're going to come out on the other side better, transformed, that no matter how painful the ride is or how, how emotionally painful it is, you're going to, you're going to learn some things. You're going to be transformed. You're going to be shifted. You're going to be molded by the fire of ayahuasca and you're going to come out of it better, a better person. Bring that spirit of resiliency to your journey. And I think that mental fortitude going into it will help you. This is not a mushroom trip. This is something I want to highlight that if you've done other psychedelics before ayahuasca, that's great. It will absolutely help you in your journey because what you learn on mushrooms, you can apply those lessons of trust and surrender and intention. You can apply those lessons to ayahuasca. Absolutely. But equally, ayahuasca is just a whole different beast. You know, it's, it's a whole different animal. When you're going into it for the first time, expect nothing, be prepared for everything, be prepared for the intensity of it and make sure that you know what you're doing, you know who you're tripping with, you know who the shaman is. This is a whole different ball game than mushrooms. One thing I recommend is don't resist the purging. For many people during ayahuasca, they will throw up. They're going to purge. Everyone has their own bucket. So this is expected. Um, But I remember in my first ceremony, I definitely felt self-conscious. I didn't want to throw up in front of everyone. The thing is, everyone is in their own journey. They're focused on their own journey. No one is looking at you or thinking of you, unless you truly need help, in which case people are definitely there to support you. The the purging is an important part, and you can think of it in two different perspectives. One is the physical perspective. The way one of the facilitators in my ayahuasca ceremonies explained it to me is that if you were to eat the plant by itself that contains DMT, main ingredient in ayahuasca if you were to eat or drink that that plant you would throw up right away so you would not have the experience so what they do in ayahuasca is they combine the dmt plant with another plant that inhibits that reaction so it allows your body to digest the plant and to have the experience but eventually you still throw up because it doesn't inhibit it forever that's the physical. Perspective, And I found that really helpful to just understand that this is completely normal. This is expected. That there is an actual physical reaction to this plant. You you want to avoid purging in the first hour. You really want the, the medicine to settle into your body and to work its way through your system. But after that, if you feel the urge to throw up, it's it's normal. So that's the physical perspective. There is also the spiritual perspective. That when you're purging, sometimes nothing comes out. You are... You're essentially purging energy. You're purging out old patterns, blocks, perhaps entities, who knows. So I I like to look at it from both perspectives. Physically, it's going to happen no matter what for most people. Sometimes it doesn't, but most people, they're going to purge. And spiritually, it's an important part of the journey. So don't feel self-conscious. Don't resist the purge. When you feel the need to purge, go for it. Bring a notebook, this I already mentioned, and for me it's invaluable. It's it's just such a great tool to have. Pen and a notebook. You never know what kind of insights might come up. I still remember scribbling notes in the dark and then forgetting if I had to flip the page or if this was a blank page. Like I literally couldn't see anything in the dark. I was just going off by feel. When I checked the notes in the morning, there was a couple pages where it was like two different notes on the same page, one written over the other, and I had to decode it and, and figure out what I was trying to say there. It was so helpful to write down the insights because ayahuasca is a little bit like smoking DMT in that you do forget aspects of it. It's just so intense. And so much happens in your trip that if you don't write down the most important essential pieces of what you've gotten from it, it's going to fade away like a dream. So making sure that whatever insights or downloads or homework you get, make sure you write it down because you, you just don't know. The next morning, it might uh, it might fade away from your consciousness. In the tough moments, this one I already mentioned, coming back to a mantra of love. When you're going through a difficult time in the trip, just come back to love, come back to love. Or repeat some sort of word or affirmation, whether it's love, gratitude, surrender, trust, God. Come back to something that, that is able to ground you and is able to bring you a little bit of solace. Something I wrote here, which I think is super important, is lean into the discomfort and the pain. Don't look away from the pain. This happened to me in the first two hours of the trip where I felt so much grief and so much pain Until I was able to surrender to it and look at it, I was resisting it. And the resistance is what causes the suffering. I would say anything that comes up in the trip that feels difficult and challenging, don't look away from it. Look deeper into it. Get curious about it. You know, we spend most of our sober life looking away from things that bring us discomfort. Because it's so easy to be distracted and to... Distract ourselves with our phones, Instagram, social media, people, relationships. Like there's a lot of life that happens every single day. And when you go into these ceremonies, that is the time to look at yourself. There are no distractions. It's just you and you, you and your soul. And whatever comes up, no matter how difficult it is, I encourage you to stay with it look at it deeply, and learn from it. You can dialogue with Mother Ayahuasca as well, so you can ask it questions. You can say, why am I being shown this? What is the purpose of this? What can I learn from this? How can I be better? How can I reach the next level of my evolution? So make sure you are dialoguing with your subconscious and with the plant medicine, because this is where most of the lessons are going to come for you. A big part of the Ayahuasca journey is the surrender piece surrendering to everything that comes up i've mentioned surrender a lot of times when it comes to mushrooms and i feel like it applies even more so to an ayahuasca journey ayahuasca will test you it'll test your resilience it'll test your courage it'll test your willingness to look at yourself and you've got to surrender this is this is such a big key of the ayahuasca journey is do not resist what you're being shown keep surrendering keep surrendering, keep surrendering. When it comes to leaning into the discomfort, this is where surrender is so important. Your ability to let go and trust and surrender to the medicine, surrender to the mother Aya, and flow with where the trip wants to take you. Learn from every aspect of it, the painful aspects, the beautiful aspects, the light and the dark. And it's a, it's a constant process. For me, ayahuasca taught me surrender more than any other medicine. You are not going to get through the night without surrendering, or it's going to be a very painful experience. You know, where, where the bad trips come from, whether it's mushrooms or ayahuasca or LSD, is the resistance. It's our ego, our conscious mind resisting the experience. It doesn't want to look at something that's being shown to us. It doesn't want to feel an emotion that's coming up that wants to be felt. Surrender will be your best friend during an ayahuasca journey. If you can truly let go and let God, let go and let God, and and, and let the plant medicine guide you, trust and have faith that you will get everything you need out of this journey. It may still be challenging, but keep surrendering. Keep letting go. Keep surrendering. Keep letting go. Surrender is probably my number one piece of advice for anyone doing ayahuasca. The second most important piece of advice is intention. If you can get clear on the intention, why are you doing ayahuasca? What do you want to learn about yourself? What are some questions about your life that you would like to have answers to? If you can get as clear as you can before the journey begins in the week leading up to it, even in the months leading up to it, if you if you know you're going to do it in a few months, and get as much clarity as you can about the purpose of your journey. Why are you doing this? What do you want to learn? What would you like guidance with? This will serve you really well. You'll be able to constantly refer to your intention. in the In the highs and the lows of the trip, you'll be able to come back to almost like a mantra of, this is what I would like help with, this is what I came to learn. It will focalize your entire trip, your entire journey, through the prism of your intention. The other day, I actually talked to a friend who did ayahuasca recently, and he went in with no intentions, because his thinking was, whatever ayahuasca wants to show me, it'll come up naturally on the trip. And that's what happened for him. So he actually had a really powerful experience with no specific intention. To me, that was very interesting. It shows that both approaches can work. I still highly recommend having some sort of intention. Being open to anything else that comes up in the trip, but at least having one intention that will guide your trip, that can be very helpful. A couple final points. Ask for help. The shaman is there to help you. There will probably be a couple of facilitators in your group who are there to help you. Ask for help. This is, this is the place to ask for help. If you're having a super difficult time, you can't move past a certain block, you can't surrender, you can't let go, This is where you can call the shaman over, call a facilitator over, and let them work with you. So don't be afraid of asking for help. Don't go it alone. Ask for help. Let go is something I wrote down. Just let go. And in the moments where it's most challenging, most difficult, keep letting go. That ties into surrender, of course. And the last thing I wrote here is don't be arrogant. Don't test the medicine. I heard a story from a friend who he went into it with a little bit of... Uh, arrogance, a little bit of cockiness and said, you know, I, I want super strong experience. And he was given that. And the next night when they did the second ceremony, he said, please be gentle with me because he learned his lesson from the first one. Ayahuasca is very sensitive to intention. So whatever you ask for, you're very likely to receive it. When I did my first ceremony, I, I didn't, ask it out of arrogance, but I did ask for a powerful experience. I wanted a strong experience. And that's exactly what I got. And that's why those first two hours, like I was talking about earlier, they felt so intense because I asked for intensity and I got it. So you can definitely ask Mother Aya for the sort of experience you'd like to have. If you want a gentle first time experience, ask her to be gentle with you. If you want a powerful experience, ask for a powerful experience. But don't test it. Don't ask for something powerful out of arrogance. Ask it out of reverence. So in summary, choose your shaman carefully. Make sure you know who is leading the ceremony. Make sure you have a good vibe around them. Stay safe. Number two, take it seriously. Take this plant medicine seriously. Take the journey seriously. If you're going to do this journey, know what you're getting into. Do your research and... Prepare yourself mentally. Number three, be prepared for the intensity. It can get very intense. Some trips are gentle, but I think for for a majority of people, this can be one of the most, if not the most, intense trip of their life. Number four, be prepared for a rough ride, because it could be. Number five, this is not a mushroom trip. So although previous psychedelic experience absolutely helps, and I highly encourage people to delve into mushrooms before they do ayahuasca, I do consider them quite quite different things and there's nothing really quite like ayahuasca. Don't resist the purging. Don't be self-conscious. If you need to purge, if you need to throw up, this is completely normal. You can view it from a spiritual angle. You can view it from a pure chemical, physical angle. It's completely normal. Bring a notebook and a pen. This is really helpful for me. Even if you don't use it during the trip, at the tail end of it, if you can jot down some of your core experiences, the core lessons you learned, it'll, it'll really help. Have a mantra of love. Have some sort of affirmation or some sort of word that you can come back to in the tough moments. Lean into the discomfort and the pain. So when you experience a challenging moment, really dive into it. Don't look away from it. Don't resist it. Give yourself to that moment and, and learn from it and study it and get the lesson out of it. Get curious about it, you know curiosity it's it's hard to feel fear and be curious at the same time so if you're if you're experiencing a challenging moment really get curious about what the emotion what the experience what the memory what the image is trying to tell you uh surrender we've talked about that one surrender 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 i did a whole episode about surrender called the power of surrender so you can go watch that video if you want more insight into surrender intention come with an intention make sure you spend the week leading up to the ceremony focused on your intention focused on what you want to get out of the trip making a list of questions and and things you'd really like to learn ayahuasca is very sensitive to intention so if you come in prepared and you know what you want to learn you're very likely to get some answers around your specific questions i i was very surprised by how just how responsive ayahuasca was to my intentions. I didn't know what to expect when I did my first ceremony, but I thought that I will be lucky if I get some answers. I found ayahuasca to be the perfect mix of showing me what it wants to show me and what it wants to teach me, plus taking the time to answer my questions and my specific intentions. It was the perfect hybrid of being taken on a journey, being taken on a ride, not knowing what to expect plus having a one-on-one dialogue with the medicine about my specific questions. And finally, ask for help if you need it. The shaman is there to guide you. The facilitators are there for you. So ask for help if you need it. And don't be arrogant. I hope this helped you. Let me know in the comments if you have any further questions about ayahuasca. You can also write to me by visiting my website at jameszander.com. There is a newsletter there. I'd love it if you sign up. It's a great way to stay in touch with me. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, I would very much appreciate if you subscribe to the YouTube channel. It really helps me out. If you haven't seen my previous episode, the four essential touchstones of a psychedelic trip, highly recommend that. If you're going to do an ayahuasca trip, you need to know these touchstones. They're going to guide you. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. This episode is sponsored by magicmush.ca. If you're looking for an online dispensary for magic mushrooms, mushroom chocolate, and other high-quality psychedelic products, head over to magicmush.ca and use the promo code JAMES to get 25% off. Thank you for listening, and have a beautiful trip. Hello, beautiful soul. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something today, and I hope this episode helped you in your psychedelic, and spiritual journey. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy my other podcast, The James Zander Trip, where every week I bring a fascinating guest onto the podcast to dive into psychedelics, mindset, and spirituality. Search for The James Zander Trip on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or visit jameszandertrip.com. I recommend listening to the first episode where I dive into ayahuasca with my friend Jacob and his wild experiences on psychedelics. And if you want to stay connected with me, join my free newsletter at jamesandertrip.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, you might enjoy my brand new audio course, Unlock God Mode. Unlock God Mode is a four-week experience where every day you'll get a 15-minute audio lesson that gives you frameworks, tools, and perspectives to upgrade your relationship with life. In the same way that mushrooms give you insights that help you up-level in the video game of life, I designed this course to do the same thing for you. I've compiled every lesson that I learned through psychedelics, through meditation, through my spiritual work, through life. I've put my best tools in this course so that no matter who you are, if you choose to go on this adventure with me, you're going to learn some amazing frameworks, you're going to learn to see life with new eyes, you will improve your relationship with life, and by extension, your life will improve. If you're interested in more details, go to jameszander.com godmode, or use the link in the show notes. Use the promo code SHROOMS for a special discount. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I deeply appreciate you feel free to reach out to me through my newsletter. Go to jameszander.com to sign up. I'd love to connect.